So we can't put bagels inside the fridge? Actually, we do need a toaster, I gotta say. Yeah, let's get a toaster. Guys, we live. Are we live? Yes. Oh, we're live. We're live. Guys, welcome to the IFTV podcast. Uh, We've got two very special guys right across from me. Thank you. Uh, Because, of course, like like we said before, uh, Antonio and my dad are not around right now. But of course, we have to give the man his uh, his hour. Michael, switch the camera angle right Show now. Show must go on, guys. Peter, congratulations. Of course, we had to have the Inter aspect to this podcast since you won. And then Ryan uh, over here. What perspective uh, does he have? Ryan, Ryan, I don't he's know. He's a neutral. He's, he's from an outside point listen, of view, I think. Listen. He's the troll. You're the troll. You're the, wait, what did I say? You're the McGregor. He's the McGregor of the podcast. If that's what you want to say, then I'll take it. He's the listen. McGregor of the podcast. I, uh, I'm starting to like the Serie A bit. It gets a little fun when I watch a bunch of clown playing, but once in a while. See, Ryan, isn't it more fun to watch a league that you have like friends like yeah, that are all engaged yeah, absolutely, and stuff? Absolutely. When I when I have no pressure, yeah. just watching a game, relaxing, watching, you know, instigating, it's all fun. Fun and games. It's fun, right? Fun and games. That's like what we're trying to do with IFTV. It's kind of yeah. like that kind of vibe yeah. to somebody that didn't like Serie A. Well, you you get this vibe, you know. Some people like Peter, some people hate Peter, some people like me, well, that, some people hate me. Let me say something. No, no, I gotta say something. Go ahead, oh. go ahead. When it's time, you're gonna become an educated football fan, and you'll start watching Serie A. It might take okay. a couple of decades because, uh, to be fair. Because that's what it's really about. I'm sorry come to say, on. you're not gonna it's take like me away wine. from Manchester United. You, you don't United know the ever. difference between a box of wine. You're never gonna take me away from the best team in the world, okay? man. And that's your problem. That's the problem of people that don't watch Serie A. He's working progress. It's not about where you start. It's about where you finish. Listen, so I, hopefully I, I, I'm starting to like it. And like I said, it, it's improved tremendously. So it's an acquired taste. You're getting that acquired <laughs> taste, right? Listen, I'm starting to like the league. It's actually now became, it became my second favorite league. Put it that way. What was, it before? what was your second favorite before? Yeah, what was your second favorite? Well, I loved the La Liga when Ronaldo was there. And you yeah. had that competition between Ronaldo and Messi. But La Liga was never as competitive. Um, mm. But I did love the German. I love the German league. Okay, so. fair enough. By the way, Peter, uh, people saying Peter lost hella weight. They're not even uh, noticing you right now. You you are looking very good. Peter's looking very thin, working out, he's looking like a model eating better. Right now. And you know this guy, Peter. He's a little, I don't I don't know. But you bring us a whole thing of bagels. You didn't even have one bagel. Yeah. We've got a discipline. fridge full of bagels. Discipline, discipline, mind over uh, body. Right, twenty twenty one. Good way to think. <laughs> gotta have a per- that's a perspective right there. Twenty twenty one. Fair enough. That's true. Guys, we, we, we got to jump uh, all into this because there, there's so many topics that we're going to have to discuss. I, I know Peter, uh, sorry, I know people are disappointed uh, that Antonio is not here. Uh, we are too. Uh, it, it'll be a little bit of time and then uh, we'll, we'll get back into it with everybody. We're, we're already, we're trying to make those moves. For now, we switch it up. At least it's better to have some podcasts than no podcast. That's what we like to say. Peter, I give you respect. You, uh, Inter, we, we start out with the, the Derby d'Italia because, I mean, complete and utter domination from, from Inter, I would say. 2-0 win. Uh, Juventus that barely took a shot until maybe the 86th minute where Handanovic, I mean, the guy hasn't left his line. He hasn't made a, do- a save in, like that in years. Well, he only so, had to make one save. Somehow, <laughs> somehow against Juventus, he came out to make, uh, to make the save. Uh, we could call Anto, by the way, for the people that are asking. Maybe we'll call him on the phone and tell him that we're live. We'll, we'll do that a little bit later. Um, but I just want to say, we had spoken about mentality going to this match. For anyone who watched the live stream, which we were all part of, we spoke about it even before the match. I think that last year, Inter lacked the mentality to win the Scudetto. When they played against Juventus, they folded. 
and Juve, on the other hand, came out in that classic Juventus fashion. I think we saw yesterday the turning point. We saw the turning point from where Juventus lose this league. And, and I know some people are saying it's overstated because it's one game, but the idea that Inter came out to play with the right attitude and got the job done and probably should have won 3-4-0, I think says it all. Peter, we'll leave the stage to you. I, I gave you your respect to start, as mad as I was. It's fine. You guys deserved it. You should have won. Can't take anything away from you. No, for sure. Listen, Inter, like you said, came out to play. Juventus somehow, whether it be in part, I have to say in part, it was Inter playing a masterful game. And then Juventus just coming out flat. The midfield, you know, not too many similar players with Rabiot Bentacourt. There was nobody making a run off the ball, giving at tempo, pressuring the uh, the, the Inter midfield. We saw Inter time in, time out, being able to break the lines really, really easily. Hakimi Barella. For me, were the the best players on on that field uh, yesterday, but it all starts right with that Vidal kiss, <laughs> and I saw this comment in in in, in this uh, meme or whatever, right with Vidal kissing that Juventus. I mean, he, he claimed that he was just kissing Kellini more than anything else. That's a lie. But what I say, I'm that's saying it's a lie. That's the Judas kiss, right? When when uh, <laughs> if you, guys if you don't know the that. biblical course. <laughs> You know, Judas betrays Jesus, and uh, the rest is history. R.I.P. And Vidal <laughs> kisses the Juventus stem, but sends them to to hell. Can I ask you one question with about that, that nice goal? Can I ask you they one question? They scored that goal, and the if, rest is if history. If Vidal put in one of his Champions League performances and got oh sent off and did that, huh. and after he kissing been, the match, he would have been killed. What would have happened? Been killed. They would have hung. But whatever. But that was true. It's true. would have done that. But personally. But definitely, that it was important to to see Inter's reaction. Um, where, f- listen, for as a season, Inter are right there in it. Um, they're playing for the most part well. They've been they had some slip ups even these last couple of games versus Sampdoria. You're losing. You're tying versus Roma in the last dying minutes. So it was it was important to come out and play this game, not be so focused on the result but show a demanding uh, performance. And that's what we saw with Inter, whether it be defensively, I think Bastoni had an amazing game. And for such a young player, born in 1999, uh, could be an important piece for Italy in the Euros. This was a game where he was able to come out defensively, and then also he's very good technically. And we saw that ball that he put in for Barella. Incredible. Unbelievable. Incredible. Juventus, that defense with Chiellini Bonucci, Danilo, you know, you think a little bit more. Yeah, Danilo and Frabotta, unfortunately, they were just on the wrong unfortunately. page. Unfortunately. <laughs> listen, I'm, listen, I have to be, right, unbiased. So I'm saying unfortunately because Kellini nice. and Bonucci have been, you know, Juventus legends in, in the back line. And especially Kellini, I said it on the live stream if anybody was listening. I mean, Lukaku is a hard MF to stop, right? He's a tough cookie. And that and Kellini was a warrior and showed his, you know, relentlessness and and being able to just fight it out, even though he knew that Lukaku was ten times stronger than him, right? But it was a classical defensive performance that Kellini, you know, even when Lukaku was away, right? Kellini didn't want to take anything away from that and just ran after him and, and got that ball. Mm-hmm. I think he was um, one of the only so, ones that actually yeah. embodied yeah. the yeah. Juventus spirit yeah, was Chiellini. Sure. I really loved, I even wrote down Lukaku versus Chiellini. Yeah. It really reminded me of like the old school days where I used to watch Serie A as a kid and I would watch those classic battles between a strong number nine 
and a tough-as-nails defender. Neither of them were diving. Neither of them throwing themselves. Going into hard challenges. When one would knock the other one down, they would get up, play on, keep going, keep pushing. And I love to see that. Mm -hmm. It's a dying breed right now in football. But that was such a beautiful matchup. And on a side note, Chiellini was, in my opinion, the only one on the field that really looked like he wanted to play for Juventus. Mm -hmm. And it was seen through that battle with right. Lukaku. Yeah, Mark, you said a good. Uh, talking about defenders too, I want to give a lot of credit to uh, Bastoni. From last season and this season, I feel I feel like he turned into a completely different player. He, he had a lot of mistakes uh, last season, but I really feel like he sprouted under the, the guidance from Skriniar, even Godin last season, uh, DeVry, and he looks like incre uh, he looks incredible. Looks like he's been playing for years. Uh, he's also the youngest defender in the top five leagues who have the most assists, two assists so far in this season uh what do you what do you guys think of uh what do you guys uh first of all what he's 21 years old right um do you think he could be the next um defender for that zuri uh to cement his place there or is it maybe a little bit too early to we, we have to see how like the season goes the potential there though the potential is there the 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 pass like you said was was incredible the vision yeah. on that 60 yard pass was beautiful i think you know if we if we stick on that inter topic before we talk about juve I want to know from everybody here because I think this was a big moment where everybody, you look at the papers, it's all on the front newspapers. Is this the moment that Inter cement themselves as the favorites for the Scudetto? I obviously was saying it before the season. I think some people had question marks. Even Peter, you know, you, you did say that they would win. They would eventually win. But I think the pressure hasn't necessarily been totally on them. And I don't think they could escape it now. For everybody at this table, starting with Ryan, what do you think about that? I don't think all the pressure's on Inter. In a, in a way, it is. In a way, it isn't. It's 50-50 here. I think there's a lot of pressure on Conte. Conte, you know, he's been given everything he needs. Everything he wanted, he got. There's no excuse for him right now. He's not in any kind of European football. The Coppa Italia, that's about it. The Serie A is the goal for Conte right now. I think there's a lot of pressure on Juve. I'll be honest with you. Even though, you know, Pirlo's new. You're talking about a team that was on a run for nine years straight winning the Serie A. Um, they, they definitely should be doing a lot better. Um, so I would say there's a lot, there's not as much pressure Interesting. on Inter. Peter, do you think that Inter are the Scudetto favorites now after, this, after beating Juve in the manner in which they did it? Because that was probably even more impressive. Yes. I have to say, yes. You know, Inter, now you have to own. <laughs> Praise own, the Lord, finally. Own, I got the answer out of him. It really is Judas over here. Listen, you have to own up to to it, right? You have to say, you beat Juventus, right? In such a commanding way. Now you are the favorites to, to win. Milan, like I said, are having a fantastic year. And when you have a leader such as Ibrahimovic, who just comes back from injury and scores two goals versus Cagliari, I mean, you know, you have a team that is moving and playing the way that they are. They have less pressure, right? So sometimes less pressure is better. But when we're talking about uh, when Europe start, you know, starts coming back, Europa League and Champions League, Inter is going to have the upper hand where you're going to be able to have five days to train and you're going to have one game a week where, you know, especially Milan, that Europa League is tough when you're playing a Thursday and then you have a Saturday-Sunday game. Mm -hmm. uh, Juventus... Now that they're kind of slacking or, or a little bit behind in Scudetto, maybe they're going to focus more on the Champions League, and they slip up. So we still haven't seen that effect yet, right? Because we, we have to wait till February before Europe gets back into action. So that being said, Inter, they have only, like Ryan said, one job, 
is to win the Scudetto. Mm -hmm. The Coppa Italia is great, yes, but there's only one job and one thing that counts for the Inter fans, and we have the team to do it. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, there's there's no excuses at this point. To, f to finish on the Inter side, I, I have one uh, debate topic because I, I obviously said this during the live stream and I went pretty hard on it. Uh, there were some people pushing back. I, I say it again just because, in my opinion, and I know people can say Kessia, who's a phenomenal midfielder, Savic, another phenomenal midfielder. There's a big list in Serie A. There is no player better or more influential in the Serie A than Nicolo Barella. When he plays, Inter are a completely different team. He's got football IQ. He is an engine. I don't know how he keeps up for 90 minutes in the way that he does. He breaks a line. He never makes a wrong... He there's very rare times that he makes a wrong pass. Mm -hmm. It is simply incredible what we're seeing from Barella. When he is on, Inter are a different team. My opinion, he's the best midfielder in Serie A. Mike, yes or no? Uh, and if not, who's not who's the best midfielder? I, I put him in a tier with a few other players. On form, these guys are just on a... I, I'll put Ben Aser in the same tier as him. Okay. I think Ben Aser is uh, also very good. He's very similar in how he plays. He's quick. He knows how to do those passes. If you had to choose one, though. One one that you could take into a team to build. Oh, what are they? Ages? Are they similar I ages? Or ages you you got to look that Does up. Does age matter? Uh, let's, a year or two. Come on. Uh, I, I, listen, Barella, for me, especially as an Inter fan, you watch him play, and that's a player that you want on your team. It's a guy that gives every ounce of blood... Whatever it is, whatever it takes, he'll do it. And, you know, especially in the midfield, in a Conte-type midfield, you need a player like that. And he's the engine for that Inter team when it's coming defensively or when he has to go up. We saw with the assist that he did. We saw with the goal that he did. I mean, both goals came off of Barella's feet. And this is something that happens, you know, over and over again. And Barella, for me, uh, is a top midfielder. Then, obviously, you want to say... Milinkovic Savic, who I also am in love with, but if we consider, you know, how, you know, the importance of the midfielder for a team, I would say Barella is more important than let's say a Milinkovic Savic for a Lazio. It is also important to say that I'm also giving my opinion for the way that I see football. There are certain players, there are certain everybody's got their own style of how they play football. For Conte, Eriksen is not a great player. For Pochettino, he's the most important player. So mm -hmm. it, it's about styles. And for me, the style that I love watching in a midfield, I just love a player like Barella. So for me, he's the best in Serie A. Ryan, you didn't give your answer yet. Well, what do you I think? mean, coming from an outside perspective, saying that, you know, I, I watch the Premier League much more than I watch the Serie A, but I've been keeping up now with a lot of the games. And, um, you know, Kessie's a very good player for Milan, you know. Uh, but I must say, from the games that I watch, I watch Barella. The guy's been involved in literally every play. The guy, like Peter said, gives a hundred and ten percent, and that's a guy without a doubt you want in your in your squad and your starting eleven. A guy that's going to give you both defense. I, I watch him how aggressive he is, you know. And he there's no fear in the guy. So a lot of credit I would say Barella, in my opinion, from what I've been watching. I think he's probably one of the best yeah. midfielders in the Serie A right now. And especially this year. Especially yeah. this year. Um, so, uh, yeah. But and listen, like you said, the game is subjective. Yeah, So absolutely. everybody's going to see it their way. Everyone's going to have a, a particular, uh, you know, part of the game that they like. And they're going to say, okay, this guy is better because he yeah. does this thing right. 
So for the way I see it, it's yeah. bad I lie. And and also congratulations, he had a kid too yeah. today. Oh, wow, crazy! Congrats. What a, what a twenty four hours it's right? been. Mike, yeah. do you have your one? I only want one name from you. I don't want. The, I just checked. They're both twenty three years old. Um, I don't know. Go I'm Benesse. gonna go. go I'm, I'll Benesse. go with okay. Just because I feel like um, Milan weren't the favorites, <laughs> and I don't know where they came and they're performing. And I feel like he performs almost every match. He, when would, he's not there, you could tell when Milan that Milan aren't. But I agree good, with that too. You know, I agree with both statements. I would just very good. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's move on. Let's finish off with Juventus. There's a few important things that we have to say. Uh, Pirlo has obviously been on, on the forefront of this. Uh, it is Pirlo's fault, for sure, for what's happened. It's also not his fault because they put him in this position. And I think anyone who didn't expect this coming into the season just didn't have the right expectations. I said it, I have z- I had zero expectations going into the season. I expected these kind of mistakes from a coach who's never coached before. He's never had a big, he's never coached a big game. It's different than a player. I don't care what anybody says. The way that the team has looked um, at times is 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 shameful. It's disgraceful. He transmitted no energy to the squad. Uh, he did not teach his boys the importance of this game. And most of all, the midfield. And I mean, we said it when the lineups were out. I said this. There's no way Juventus will do anything with Rabiot, Ramsey, and Bentancur. It's a midfield that does lateral passes that has no creativity. McKenney was the guy to give the spark. Gazeta gave McKenney the best player of Juventus, and he played how many minutes? Mm-hmm. I mean, he had energy. He understood the importance. He brought creativity. He broke the lines, and he didn't even do anything great. He was just better than what was around. So for me, the, the team selection, Frabotta, that's, again, a management thing. How, are, how is Frabotta one of the starters? And I know Dybala was out, Delict was out, Cuadrado was out, Alexandro was out. Yes, they played a huge part in this loss, but at the same time, it can't be overlooked what this Juventus did and the attitude of these players. A lot of these guys are not Juventus material. Mm-hmm. They haven't been Juventus material. It's been known for 18 to 24 months that they were not Juventus <laughs> material. It's just coming out now. because And when and I hate to see the people that are saying Ronaldo didn't do anything. Ronaldo's not going to save you every time. Right. Ronaldo's been saving this team. And we're not, when Ronaldo scores and wins you the game... It overlooks all the bad things that Juventus were doing. So guess what? When Ronaldo doesn't score and you don't get him to come back in this match, you see the real value of the guys that are around him. Mm -hmm. So I do not put any blame on Ronaldo. Yes, he wasn't great. But how many games do you want Ronaldo yeah. to save? He you? would have been in mid. Juve would be in mid table if it wasn't for Ronaldo. Not mid table. Listen, um, mid table. I, I, no, no, I, I agree with with that statement. Where you know. Ronaldo being able to do what he's done and, and get Juventus out of trouble, you know, over and over again, it kind of made the Juventus fans seem a little complacent or say, okay, the team, yeah, it's not the better, whatever. Uh, and then, but at least we're still winning and we're not Swept playing well. Same thing with Saudi, you know, yeah. like, oh, we're whatever. Ronaldo was, was getting them out of trouble every single time yeah. when, when they needed it. And this year, unfortunately, you know, Ronaldo's still having a fantastic season. He could have his one bad game, but he's not the young player that he once was where, you know, even when his maybe technical ability is a little off, he would beat you with pace or he beat you with speed and cut down the line and whatever. And we saw Brozovic was able to chase after him. Skriniar was able to get him. You know, things that we're not used to seeing. But Pirlo, for me, uh, was the biggest disappointment with this team. And I'm not going to be harsh on him because... You know, if Conte can make mistakes and, you know, the coaching Chelsea, coaching Juventus, coaching injuries has a little bit of experience, no? And Peter Law, given that it's his first year 
as a Juventus fan, you're going to have to know that there's going to be hiccups, right? This Absolutely. year was not meant to win, even though Agnelli wants to say we're going for the 10th Scudetto and you have some players that can maybe make the push and make it happen. This team was not constructed or was not done the right way to win the 10th Scudetto. And, and also because Inter and Milan are, are not the same. Inter yeah. and Milan is the past years. Right. That's also a big factor. Yeah. I think Juventus was getting away with <clears throat> certain years because Inter would, would th- screw themselves over mm-hmm. or Napoli or Roma. You're not really getting that this year and they mm-hmm. all have stepped up. So it's kind of the balance of all that. But I, I, I see McCree. It is Pirlo's fault, but it's not at the same time. And He made a mistake where the team came out flat. Mm-hmm. And so whenever a team comes out flat, I don't care who you have, I blame the coach. And then when we were all saying it, second half, you got to make changes, man, because this team came out flat. Mm-hmm. You need to show a response. Horrible, horrible reading of and the game. And he waited way too late. Inter got the second goal, and by then it was done. Absolutely. I'm and just going to say, you know, for Juventus right now, you, you look at that midfield. That is so shameful. It's absolutely brutal. You're talking about Juventus, one of the best teams in the world. And they're coming out with Bentancur, Rabiot, and Ramsey. That should not be a starting three in the midfield for Juventus right now. And you got Artur, who you just signed from Barcelona on the bench. The guy has so much potential. He's young. He was amazing at Barca. I don't know why you're sitting him on the bench. And you have McKenney, who was in great form. The kid showed that, you know, he shows what he's capable of when he's on the pitch. So I think, you know, there's a lot of blame on Pirlo for this match. Um, as you said, there's a lot of players missing. That does play a big factor. But, you know, in a game like this at the San Siro, if I was Pirlo, I would have put my best team out from the start. Especially then when you see how bad that first half went. You waited till what, the 60th minute to make a change? That's too long. You don't wait that long. I agree. You make it right away. I agree. So, um, and I, I must say, Juventus were very lucky. You know, Latao was horrible. Latao was horrible. Inter should have won six, seven, nothing with the chance that they had. Four, five. No, they should have. Four, five. They should have. They should have. For me, what I've seen, relax. Everybody misses What I've seen, it was bad. I might have seen. I might have seen one ball, good ball from Juventus, Chiesa into the box. That was about it. I didn't see nothing else being created. Yeah, no, no I, I absolutely agree with you on that. Uh, as, as we move on, we'll, we'll move on to the next topic. And, and I, I see there's plenty of questions. Guys, make sure you hit that like on the stream. I know a lot of people are, are commenting about the camera quality. They're loving this one uh, that's coming right now. We, we got a second one on the way. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> wow, Ryan, only for Ryan and Peter. Yo, don't worry. We're going to get coming. a second one. On we realize that, that there's a, a big difference. If you guys notice, Mike, this is the first shot right now. Yeah. If you notice this difference versus this one. And it's not just because Peter and Ryan, how they look. We're better looking. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting is exactly the same. We have everything the same. If you notice this difference and you want us to get the second one of that camera, we've been upgrading um, a lot of that stuff, as you guys know. Uh, let us know about that. Uh, and and hit, make sure you hit that like um, on the stream. Do you guys want to go to the Rome Derby? Do you want to go to Milan? What do you want to go to? Roma? Uh, let's go to Roma first. Yeah. Roma. Uh, sorry. Talk about sleeping. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Talk about sleeping. Uh, for the Roma fans, this is a brutal, brutal one. Three zero loss. Never expected that. I was, yeah, didn't I was, expect that one. I was expecting a draw um, at the least. And Roma's been really good this season. We even had Wayne, our, our boy Wayne. We were talking to him, and he was just like, he had no words to say anything. Lazio were were amazing though. 
I have to say, Lazio were phenomenal. Really, uh, obviously, Immobile took advantage of, of a poor defensive mistake, a mistake that I think comes with experience in big games. Uh, Ibanez does not have that kind of experience of play. You know, even though there's not fans, your legs will still be trembling in a match like this. Uh, and really, really poor. I understand you're, you're playing a at a top. You're a player. I know, I know. Uh, what I know. are you waiting for? I agree. <laughs> and then Luis Alberto uh, doing what, what he does best is incredible. And what I love the most, and I've said it before, I love Lazio's mentality. Like, I see Lazio in big games, and I really see a ferocious animal. A, a team that, you know, they don't invest that much. They're built really strong. They're balanced. And when they come out, they come out beautiful. And sometimes, if you watch the tiki-taka to build yes, out of the back, the ball movement. it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Yeah, uh, Lazio, Lazio were good. Ibanez definitely cost them the game. It was pr- early goal. It's always a mountain to climb from there. Um, but I, the problem with Lazio, yeah, they play amazing football. When they're on form, they're probably, you know, they're probably one of the best teams to watch. Attacking football, they play amazing. But they're so inconsistent. You never know when they're going to show up or not. That, that's the question. It's like, yeah, Lazio have the players. But a lot of these games, they get draw, they draw, or they lose against clubs that they shouldn't be. And last season, we saw an example of the opposite. We said, could they keep up this form? They were fighting, you know, uh, for the Scudetto at a certain point. They secured a top four finish, and we're like, wow, this team's amazing. Immobile can't stop scoring. The midfield is magic. Everything was clicking for them. But now it's more of a downfall for them. Maybe it was more of a hit of reality. Could you say that? Is that too harsh, maybe? Because it's not it's not working like it is for last season. Listen, they're also playing Champions League. They, you know, yeah, they've okay. got past the group stage. So this is a team that you have a good mix of young and experienced players. Lucas Leiva, who's played with Liverpool. You know, you have Luis Alberto with Sevilla and then past couple years with Lazio. We know what he's got. Milinkovic-Savic should be the number one midfield for a lot of teams when it comes to transfer market. And they've been able to keep him. And Lotito's kept them with a hundred million price tag. Immobile, uh, Caicedo. I mean, they got a team. Acerbi. Acerbi is the most underrated defender yeah, yeah, I like in him. Italy. He's a beast. And this is a guy that you know, in an, he should be with Lazio for the rest of rest of his career. He deserves it, and Lazio deserves to be where they are. Um, going to the Roma Lazio game, Roma came out flat. We want to blame Pirlo. Fonseca had this team mm-hmm. sleeping. I don't know. They they didn't have breakfast or whatever. Uh, they need some espresso. Okay, Talking about espresso, I think Juventino's <laughs> gonna make me espresso. So. You have to do it now after the podcast. After the podcast. <laughs> no, no, not after. I'll do it during. That's all right. When do you want it? When do you want it? After. I'll, after, I'll after. make it now. I'll make it now. Okay, make it. Do we have the camera? Do yeah, we have yeah, the camera? Sure get, the get the camera. Oh, make yeah. sure. Let's make sure we see Marco making a coffee. So, Marco, look, we got a special camera just for Marco. But yeah, Roma, very surprised. This is a team that has been playing amazing and they've been yeah. able to score the first half versus Inter destroyed Inter I have to say second half not so much we're able to come back and get the tie and then you come out flat like this with Lazio for the derby yeah. of Rome the, the thing that that gets me the thing that gets me mad about Roma though is they score five six goals against Crotone Spets they play amazing mm-hmm. football and the stat still stands uh, the top teams they still haven't gotten a win against a top team mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's a question for Fonseca I don't know if it's a question of the mentality of the team why aren't you why aren't you performing for the bigger teams like you are for the rest they look like two different squads. Listen, you can't win them all. No, yeah, you definitely not. Them, but show, but show something. Oh, listen, versus Inter, they did. A, yeah, they had yeah, a, okay. a decent performance. Then the second half, Inter woke up a little bit. But then right after, they were able to get the draw. 
you know, substitution for Ponte helped yeah, them okay. too. But also. listen, listen, they, they I, played. I wouldn't bash Roma too much. Roma has been playing great football. I, yes, they 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 were brutal against Lazio. They did not show up at all. But Roma is a team that doesn't even have a superstar on that team. There's nobody there. Zaniolo's hurt. The best player is out right now. Jericho, I mean, I the guess team, the in captain. my opinion, playing great football. I, and I, I, I said they were going to make it into the top four, and I, <laughs> and I keep my word. That's a Milan uh, espresso cup, by the way, guys. <laughs> Damn, Marco, Mar- Marco definitely enjoyed drink making it. that espresso. I wouldn't drink out of that. <laughs> come on, come on! You got to respect your your cousins, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think God. Roma. You, you, you want me to switch it? Yeah, right. I'll switch just, it. I'll switch it. You want you me to switch it? You can't bash Roma. You can't bash Roma. They they're they're, in a, they're a good team for you know the quality that they have in the squad. You know, so you're talking. I mean, look sink. at the front three: Mkhitaryan, Jacko, Pedro, Jacko. There's not much. But there. Ryan, that's not There's not much there. That's not bad. No, that's no, it's not, not bad. bad. But all I'm saying is they don't show that hunger. Is that enough to beat an Inter Milan squad right now? Is that enough to you beat are. a strong Milan squad? I don't think I so. I have to do it for the combat. Can I see it? Yeah, they see it. Make sure. Yeah, they can see Inter it. now. Inter Milano. <coughs> Inter Milano. <coughs> Nothing's <coughs> changing. Nothing's changing. <laughs> yeah, Inter Milano. There's nothing changing. Like a Milano cookie, you know? No, Milano the city. <laughs> 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 I like the cookie, so... Uh, no, okay. Mark. We're just talking about with uh, Roma. And La- we're talking mostly. Oh, uh, I'm saying, what, what's your things? Uh, what do you think far. about Roma? Like how they no, turn right. on for the smaller teams, but for the bigger teams, they can't really. This coffee doesn't taste good. It must be because <laughs> of the Milan cup. He added something. Added something maybe you know why? Milan cup. It's from uh, it, it, the coffee's from Torino. No I one from Torino. <laughs> <That's the worst laughs> we all know good coffee one, comes from Sicily or Naples. It's more bitter than usual, right, P? Are we good? To, are we good to move on? We're yeah, to move I mean, on? if you don't but, have anything else to add, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said what I had to say about them. Um, Milan two zero against Cagliari. Antonio was going crazy. Zlatan Ibrahimovic comes back, and what a player! What a what a man that guy! And uh, and then you know, my dad was writing in the group message that Cagliari yeah, a little was controversy, win. huh? What happened? <laughs> there, some say it was not a, a not a penalty for AC Milan. Obviously, your father said it was a penalty. No, he said uh, it was not. Was not yeah. A penalty. yeah, he said Cagliari should have. Dude, it was yeah. a little. I don't know soft. if my dad says it just to mess around because oh, okay, okay. yeah. he's he is trying to get underneath uh, Antonio's skin because he even called and he was like, oh, uh, he's like they're not gonna win. Cagliari's gonna win this and that. But Milan, I mean, <laughs> and Antonio was laughing. He was like. Uh, he's like, look, Inter, they get first place. They're getting really happy. And now we come back and we take first place right away. <laughs> Milan's a real deal, man. Listen, they are. Milan's a real deal. But now they have to go a second time. This is still, we're still not even halfway That's there. That's true. So so I, I, yeah. Yeah, For yeah. sure. So does Inter For sure. Time. But Extra Milan. But who Milan is missing how many players? Milan, Milan went through tough moments. Like so every moment. Okay, Inter went through tough moments too. So I mean, it's First more like it's more likely that they're gonna go. I mean, everybody's on the up. going through tough moments right now, especially with COVID. But I, I, you can't use that as an excuse. I, I'm I, not using it as an excuse. What I'm no, saying is saying, that that saying the second real. half, oh, yeah. they went through tough times and they were in first place. Milan. Now they're adding Mandzukic, Tomori, and Maete. Maete. from Torino. Yeah. I mean, no, those no. are that's that's probably the no, best transfer yeah. market that you could have had. Very yeah. solid Honestly, reinforcements. That's, for sure. They did exactly what they needed. Exactly. Exactly. They 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 did a very smart. So does that make Milan the favorites now? <laughs> Listen, they're one of the favorites. The thing, the thing, the difference between Milan and Inter right now, yes, Milan got uh, some good reinforcements, but overall, Inter still wins the roster on paper with quality. 
But now it, it goes to show because now Milan's uh, players that you see on paper and everything right now seems mm. to be going. No, I don't, don't know about so? overperforming. You don't think so? No. I would, okay, sorry. Keep going. No, that, that, I, that's I, what I was saying. Just based on paper, the paper-wise, but on, on the field this season, paper, that's what I'm saying. The the that's like, what I'm saying. They played the half a season. The only thing I don't like, I just don't like the people that, I mean, Milan kept winning games yeah. and everybody, including you, were like, yeah, yeah, 100%. I, but, but I'm saying, you got to give them, you got to give them something I, I, at some point. I definitely give them, but I'm saying before the season started, we we're just saying, oh, top four would be a thing because we looked at it still on paper. Is. It still is. And now we're talking about them Scudetto winners. That's where I'm seeing the difference here. I disagree. I disagree about. here. I think that Milan, top four is still the goal. Like, yes, uh, Scudetto is, it's more so like they've, Milan have put themselves in the best possible position. Yeah. We didn't They're expect them to be in first right place. Now. Exactly. Yeah. So even if they don't get the Scudetto, the pressure is not on Milan it's as on it is on Inter and yeah, Juventus. 100%. Point blank, oh. Inter and Juventus are built to win the Scudetto. They're supposed to. They have that pressure on them. Milan, if they win the Scudetto, that's amazing. That's one of the best feats in a long time. But if they get top four, that's a very, very, that's, very yeah. successful Listen, season. If Inter objective. and Juve finish not in first place, that's not a success. Yeah, a that's failure. a difference. Yeah, but listen, I think uh, the season that they're having is amazing. I'm not saying they're going to be falling far. What I'm saying is the games that they were able to win maybe becomes a, a draw or they lose a game or two more than they did the I first agree. round. That's all I'm saying. But how many but players have they what I'm going to say, no, but besides the players missing, <clears throat> even throughout the season, when also you're going to be versing some of these teams that, you know, the points become very important, even okay. if one point is good. Listen. But I'm not trying to say anything. I'm saying, you know, I haven't given Milan enough credit. And this stems from not just this year, even last year when they finished out with Pioli and he was able to understand this Milan team, how to put them on and Kessier, Benasser, this team was moving. This thing was like a, you know, bicycle. You know, we're going to use the Spalletti oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was pedaling <laughs> without <laughs> problem. And sorry to say, for me, Ibrahimovic is a winner. Ibrahimovic. sorry? Well, because I want Inter to win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but you said, unfortunately for you, I said, with sorry the injury. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 My games are coming. <laughs> but, no, I mean, if Milan wins with Antonio. Oh, yeah. You're never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> but Ibrahimovic is a winner. Oh, that guy he transformed the... this Milan team. Yeah. And I think everybody knows they can't fool around. Like, if you even if you show up a minute late to practice, Ibrahimovic should probably beat the living crap out of you. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's the mentality that you need, and that's something that unfortunately I'm gonna say it, Inter do not have a player that has won it before. Mm. That's an think about think about that roster. That's interesting. They have no experienced guys that have won it before. Even Andanovic, who's yeah. 38 years old, has been to the Champions League and has never gone out of the group stage. And he's been only to like two or three, mm -hmm. three Champions League. It's uh, a fact that that matters. I, I don't think it, so. it's taken into account enough that that actually <clears throat> does matter. Vidal, I gotta say, I'm sorry. Vidal, oh, yeah. now that I'm thinking about, about it. Vidal. But, but besides Actually that, young, right? as far as like... He won a Premier League uh, Manchester United. But I'm saying the mentality. Not winners, yeah, man. winning those mentality not type guys. That, they're not winners, bro. They've been Pando part of something. Yeah, they, but they're part of something. They're not but the they're not the leaders. Point. They're not the ones that... Yeah, maybe, I could maybe say. not vocal, but Ashley Young was a starter for Manu when they won. No, no, Premier but what I'm trying to say is a leader. 
What I'm trying to say is the guy that Vocally, takes, the, takes the in the torch. locker room. No, it doesn't have to be vocal. It, it, even by the way that they that they move, just they have like an aura about them that's just a winning. You you see it. It's embodiment. It's when the tough times get tough, they're still there. Mm-hmm. I loved Ibra <clears throat> after he scored his second goal. Um, I think there was question marks if it was offsides or not. And he must, I can't confirm, but he was like cursing somebody out. And I can only imagine he was cursing like a Kaliri defender out <laughs> who was trying to tell him that he was offsides. It was hilarious. And that perfectly describes what this Milan is. They are vicious, backed into a corner where they're like, hey, we are in this position. We could take it with both hands. Playing at Kaliri is not as easy as some people might have thought, especially with the players that are out. So mm, let's not go crazy. Cagliari has been terrible in recent form. Di yeah. Francesco is doing... The past 11 well, they games are they close to relegation. I'm they sorry are close to, to relegation. So you got to keep that in mind. I'm not going to give that part, no, but I, I give credit yeah, to Milan getting the two. The past 11 games. All credit due to Milan. If you told me at the start of the year they were going to be competing for the Scudetto, I would have laughed at you. They have been pretty consistent all the way till now. But here's the thing. I don't think they're going to continue to be as consistent as Inter. You know, they're, you know they, they're worried about the Europa as well. Milan are in the Europa. So when that time comes, as Peter said, when February comes, you're going to see a lot of changes being made. And I, I don't think Milan's going to be as consistent as they are right now for the first half of the season. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's move on to absolute domination. Napoli 6, Fiorentina 0. I do not even know where to begin on this one. Total collapse of Fiorentina or total dominance of uh, Napoli? Well, listen. <laughs> I woke up because it was a 6.30, 6.30 game, game yep. here. Um, Fiorentina, the first half, going forward, they were doing something. Like, <laughs> doing something. They were, be, they were able to move the ball. But they, they, they showed the ball. They show some like, promise. Six you wouldn't think winner. that they would lose this game 6 nothing, Right? Uh, then, Napoli, man, they got the early goal. And it seemed like every time they took a shot, it went in. Right? It went in and the defense was completely sleeping. Yeah. And it kind of seems like this is the Fiorentina team that we've been seeing for the past two years. Where there's a lack of really understanding what is the project, what is the identity of this team. And the players that are supposed to, you know, keep you afloat aren't doing it. And, you know, there's a lot of question marks with, uh, you know, La Societa, with the team, then the stadium, uh, the ownership, the coach, this, that. And whenever that happens, especially in Italy, it's not like here where no one talks about it. In Italy and especially in Florence where Fiorentina is their beloved team, that's all that's talked about. So what needs to be done is on the field, win. Get that, you know, objective, whether it be Europa League. Obviously, now it's salvation to stay in Serie A because this performance is another brutal hit to the Fiorentina project and needs to be fixed ASAP. If only they played uh, Juventus every week, maybe they would uh, <laughs> they would come out with some. No, honestly, I, I think for the Scudetto. In my in my honest opinion, like if I have to be truthful, it's it's to me it's that. Like I see some of these teams sometimes where they just get really motivated in certain matches, and then in others they just completely forget everything that they have to do. You can never lose six zero to Napoli. Yes. Uh, not believe everything that, that they were doing going forward. It was like magic that the ball would go in. I even have a stat for Lorenzo Insigne. Last season, he played 37 games. He scored eight goals. This season, he's played 14 games. He scored nine goals. He's already scored more with about 20 games less. More than 20 games. What am I saying? 
And and on top of that, to be honest, Insigne misses so many chances. He misses like some of the easiest chances. Insigne misses. If he finished even a little bit better, the guy would be one of the top goal scorers in the league. Right. Because he's fun. He gets himself into positions that I don't even understand how he does. Uh, but that's and and they're also missing Osiman, of course. Like mm-hmm. we we know that that whole situation is is a disaster. But they play. I mean, they played possessed, man. They every. <laughs> It was insane. Like, you see sometimes these glimpses of Napoli doing... Against Atalanta, didn't they beat them 4-0 or something? They have these glimpses and stuff. But right now, who I feel like cemented a real spot and is playing good in the absence of Osiman Petania, he's really holding the ball up there like a real number nine. He's keeping... No more... I feel like Gattuso kind of... Uh, forgot about the false nine with Mertens. He's not playing as a false nine. Yeah, that too. But I feel... Petania right now, the past five or six games that he's been playing, he's really like... You know, you can send a cross in. You can hold the ball better. You can lay it off to Insigne, as you saw in the first goal. But they're looking good. And I just want to add, Politano's goal, man. That was... He looked like Maradona. It was watching, like, a highlight clip. He he passed two players incredibly, and he finished bottom right corner. Monopoly, when they're on, they're probably one of the best teams to watch. It's so fun. Listen, it comes down to also the coach. I mean, Napoli was winning 4-0 in the first half. The second half, Gattuso was screaming at all his players. Yelling at him, get on the ball defensively. Don't slip How up. How it should be. You gotta do it. You gotta be. Get the job done. He was just screaming. Non should be. stop. Non stop. So uh-huh. talking about motivation, this team was motivated. Lozano, I think from last year, everybody question marks. El oh, Chucky. this guy, this El guy, yeah, he's this guy. Let me tell you, El Chucky, baby. He's a good say player. It, say it, El Chucky. <laughs> there we go. That's my boy. Vamos, vamos, Mexico. Okay, El Chucky. Scored and got it <laughs> done. Seeing it, Petania, the layoff, everything. Napoli looked like they were working with clockwork. And I know people on the podcast, uh, podcast, the live stream yesterday were saying, because we were saying, oh, who's going to win the Scudetto, whatever, or the top mm. four. And we kind of, I, I looked at the standings again. I was like, hey, Napoli actually they're right there. there, man. Yeah, they're right there. So uh, I'll stick to my top four. But I also say that Napoli... Uh, Everything's going to be within five points. Mm-hmm. I bet you from one to six, that would be maybe around five to six points in total. Mike, I know there's probably a bunch of donations that you have lined up. You, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll read through a, just a couple bit of news stuff. If you guys want to comment on, you can. Uh, Giampaolo was finally sacked by Torino. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many weeks too late. Um, <laughs> Joe Tacopina uh, purchased uh, Catania, officially the, the owner and president of Catania in Serie C. Exciting times. Hopefully we can get a Sicilian from team. Yeah, from Brooklyn. from Brooklyn. Hopefully we get a Sicilian team back into uh, Serie A. Mm-hmm. It will be nice. Um, Inter is going to be referred to as Inter Milano as a little marketing play with a huge logo change coming in March, uh, which will feature the I and the M. Reminds me a little bit of, uh, of another logo change that, <laughs> that went the... Uh, a little jab, subtle jab from Marco. Just, just the, I mean, Not they already got the CEO. It. The coach, but every, it's so. going to say the same. So the, the official name is Internazionale Milano. FC Internazionale yep. Milano. That's the official name. So they're going to change the but Inter nobody Milano calls because it, no. they don't want people to call it Inter Milan. That's what, uh, from what I've Yeah, nobody likes read. when you say Inter Milan. They but most the of the world, a lot of the world outside, no, they say Inter Milan. Yeah, they, they, they get Milan. that a lot. So that's why they want to change, change the Inter Milano. Because they don't refer, they have always said Inter or Internazionale. Yeah. That's usually yeah. in Italy or amongst like diehard yeah. Inter fans. Well, I think. You don't say Inter Milan. Yeah, yeah. It, in Italy, it's Inter. Yeah. That's all it is. In Ireland, you know, it's 
always Inter Milan. Inter yeah, Milan, guys, yeah. Some of them have shirts over there. My cousin Ricky, not to mention, has a shirt. And Inter Milan is what they call yeah, the club. Yeah, that's what they so. call the club. So they're going to change it to Inter So I'm not crazy about that part. What I do, and I'm very skeptical. I saw some things of the, the, the new logo. I saw. <sighs> I'm not crazy about it from what I saw. Really? I personally like the one that we have. It is very simplistic if you think about it anyway. It's I, it's M, and F, C. I, the I mean, new, the new one I don't think is that bad. Well, I can't. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, I know. From what of, I saw, the just rumors. the I and yeah, yeah, I know. There's all these Instagram designers. I know. That, that, that is true. I, wow. I seen a few things, but if they do it more simplistic, I mean, it's a future. Every club I think is gonna do it. You know, the I'll ones never, that I'll never forget well, you when Juventus unleashed their new yeah, logo. You said this is the stupidest thing yeah. I ever seen. I, I didn't say it was stupid. Listen, but, I don't like the Juventus logo. It is. But it's the future. No one else does it. Manchester United still has the old one. Liverpool still has the old. Who's future? No one's in the future. It's gonna be. Italy. Future. They're like 200 years back. <laughs> and that's now true. we're going to get into the future. <laughs> we start. can't get a new stadium in Florence. That's and we're going to get into the future. You got to start. You got to start. Out that's funny. Foot, no? uh, Inzaghi uh, is going to renew until 2023. Mario Mandzukic will sign tomorrow for good signing. Um, AC Milan. I also I do agree that it's a good signing. Uh, it looks like Milik is going is finally going to leave. Uh, I think Marseille, mm-hmm. uh, the French team that he'll be going to. If anybody wants to comment anything. Comment. I, I've already said a lot about Mandzukic and all those things. I have nothing. Anybody? Uh, Sus Parma. They tied. But there was a 2003 oh, yeah. that started. First uh, 2003. Oh, really? oh, played. Not started. Really? I'm sorry. Played, played. In the game. Got his name? Parma mm-hmm. game. Ah, I forgot his he, name. He didn't start. He got right? subbed He did not start. He subbed in. Okay. 2003. So, so the first 2003 has played in Serie A for Parma. Defender. Um, Ricci? No. Giacomo Ricci? No. no. It's not an Italian. S O H M? Som? Or Cyprian? No, it's not Cyprian. You sure about this? I'm you sure? You I'm sure? I'm sure. <laughs> okay, hold on. You want me to read their their hold defenders? Hold on, let me take a look at it. D i e r c k h. He's got a crazy Don't name. Wait, he didn't start though, right? Well, maybe he did start. <laughs> He's seventeen. Seventeen. So it's him. Oh, wow. it's him. So it's this guy, Don Dier Dierchik. Dear chick. Yep, that's D-I-E-R-C-K-H. him. D i e r c k. Two thousand and three. Wow. Wow. That's not, crazy. He started. And they tied the game, and Sassuolo scored in I think the ninety fifth minute or something. Right? Yeah, they got they got a, a penalty. penalty. They so. got a penalty at the last minute. Um, to equalize. So, crazy. You know, part of American owners, so we have to support even though this <laughs> year. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's crazy. Benevento yeah. Crotone. Four one. Four one. Simi, bringing it back. I remember that Simi days when he scored against Juventus. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a while ago. You remember everything about but, anything that went against Juventus. <laughs> you remember these guys got the date, the freaking timestamp, oh, the Simi. news articles saved. But even the bottom of the table, they're only a few points. You know, yeah. it's not Grotone just got a win, so they're only a couple points away. I think Parma and Torino are in the relegation zone right yeah. now. So it's insane. Even from the top to the bottom, it seems like only a few points separating, and it's definitely the most. And Genoa, Genoa, 0 0, keeping out the Atalanta to zero goals. Yeah, is a that's surprising. Defeat. Almost impossible these days. And yeah. Genoa looking like they they can maybe get out of the relegation zone a little bit. Genoa so. in bad form right now, no? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how they got zero zero. Mike, so, well, you want to yeah. read the donations right now? A couple, a few donations. Uh, Ozzy John said, "Forza Juventus." Thank you for the donation. Um, Ozzy John again. He said, "Because of." A fireworks you ever lost. Kidding. Pirlo's fault. Bonucci <laughs> <laughs> was complaining about that, right? Uh, was he? Uh, there were fireworks. No, it was, it was the beginning. I thought they were like the next fake or something, but yeah, they're on from outside the stadium. As it John again, he said, Marco, 100% right. Ronaldo can't be Superman always. You're saying straight facts right now. And the last one from 
Ozzy John. <laughs> Are you sure you have screenshot of the same? Yeah, though? dude. Look, they're different things. Okay. Thank you, Ozzy John. Th- thanks, man. Ozzy John, uh, you're the man. Uh, Juve didn't bring their 200 million. They leaked Dybala, Artur, Sandro, Cuadrado. Half the first team didn't play. Juve must buy good quality creative midfielder. Yeah, I mean, Marco's preaching about this for a while, about a midfielder. It's, it's just funny how you see the... the, the, the I, I feel like a, a fortune teller. That's that's what I felt like. And then, you know, the thing happens. You know, like those crazy people that say, oh, the world is ending. The world is ending. Right? And you're like, all right, what is this crazy freaking old man on the corner saying? And then one day the world ends. Well, listen. What do you mean? Obviously, the world's going to end. So yeah, if no, you no, told no, me no. now, you tell me day. 20 years from day. now. No, I'm saying when, you <laughs> know, like, let's say the are mind the, is right, you know? Are you the new Zoltar? No, that's what I feel. I feel you know like Zoltar? No, no, what's that? Zoltar. You know that thing? You ever hear of Zoltar? No, no. what's Zoltar? It's I'm like, just saying, like, I'm not happy. Like, I, I wanted to have been wrong. But being on the right side of this and seeing all the people that criticize me for so long saying you're disrespectful towards players start to say the same things. I'm just like, you're 18 to 24 months behind. Marco, friend. what's my fortune if you're a fortune teller? <laughs> you don't want to know, bro. You don't want to know, Mike. Mike, it's going to get bad. Mike, it's going to get really bad. It's going to get really bad. Any other topics that we didn't discuss? I'm also going on Matteo Bonetti's podcast right after this. Awesome. So we'll talk a little bit more. Then Cultural Cast. Anything else, guys? Spezia 0-0 against Torino. With <laughs> 10 men. Yeah, with 10 men. And that, Torino, that was the sacking of Gianpaolo. Yeah. Ryan, anything on your mind? No, no, no. I'm just uh, been pretty impressed with the way Serie has been going, you know. So Premier League zero zero, Liverpool, Man U. You're happy? We'll give you a couple. I'll minutes. take it, man. Come I'll on. take it. You know what? We're still in first place. I know Man City's the game behind, but um, you, you know, sound like Antonio, man. <laughs> a draw against Liverpool, current champions at Anfield, not to mention the good result, great result. We have them again next week for the FA Cup. Ryan, give us, give us like a one minute or two minutes on Premier League. Premier League. Give us like a, a little full recap. Like what's happening? Menu's in first. I, I must say it's just as exciting as the Serie A right now. If okay. you look at the standings right now, Mike, if you pull up the standings from one to like seven, I'll the get it for you. gap is like maybe eight points. It's very close. You have Leicester who are third, who are competing. Yeah, look, I mean, Leicester's third place. Liverpool dropped down to fourth. They were first place all the way up until last week. Mm-hmm. They dropped down to fourth. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of interesting um, changes going forward. Man, you, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm very happy from what I've seen. I mean, everybody was doubting Ole as the manager. Me too. I was wrong about that. This guy, I've seen it from day one. You got to give him time. You got to give him time. This guy had a had a set plan in his head. He wants to rebuild this team around, around young talent, which he did. First place right now. Do I think we're going to hold it down to the end of the year? No, I don't think. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I'm okay, being honest with you. I, I personally think it's going to be Man City again to win. I think they're the favorite to, to win the league yeah, this year. Sure. Even though Liverpool are the current champions, Man City have their full squad. Liverpool are without their best defender, probably the best defender in the world right now. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Let it's going to be very interesting. Let me ask you a couple more questions, just as a complete outsider. Okay. Leicester in third, they've been really good. Been unreal. Unreal. What, I mean, what is it? Young what is they have a young squad, but Brendan Rodgers, who's the manager over oh. there, former Liverpool yeah, coach, yeah. he's doing a great job with that team. James Madison's in great form. Um, you can't beat um Jamie Vardy up top. The guy the guy's too quick. The guy's something else. And you know, just a young team. They're really good and they're competing. So it's good to see. Evident and Charlotte, Italian guy. Right there too, Everton's competing to get in six. there to the top four. Yeah, how's his team? Because they kind of dip, right? They were they were doing really good at first. They slacked a little happened? bit, but they picked it up and they're doing well. They're doing they're, good. They're right there. So. Uh, Tottenham in fifth, Mourinho in fifth. I don't think Tottenham gonna finish in the top four this year. These guys are are they're, they're playing well against big teams. Then when it comes to a game against Burnley or 
Newcastle, they screw up. They're not consistent at all. So Mourinho's got to fix that. I don't know. The midfield's an issue. He's talking about maybe bringing Erickson back on loan. Good signing. But now with Erickson, lack of, you know, playing and the, the form, I don't know if the guy got the confidence to go back to Tottenham and have the mindset that he had before he went to Inter. Uh, a couple more things. Guys, by the way, I, I saw the comments. I, I blocked I blocked the guy that everybody was asking for. Somebody Wee. commenting really bad stuff. Oh, yeah. We don't we don't tolerate racism in the in the IFTV chat room over here. So I, I banned him. Don't worry, guys. I, 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 I wasn't looking. No, 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 no. It wasn't it wasn't about us at all. <laughs> it wasn't about any of us. Yeah, Chelsea in seventh. What's going on with Lampard? Wow. Uh, Lampard. Listen, Lampard. A lot of people bashing him, and I, I hate to see it. The guy's a Premier League legend, Chelsea legend, coaching the team. You know that he played for his whole entire career, more or less. Uh, last year when he took over, his goal was top four. And he did it. He did it. He accomplished that. This year, with the signings of Havertz, who everybody thought this kid's a wonder kid, I, I knew right away. Spent a lot of money. Overrated. Completely overrated. The guy is horrible. Horrible player. Um, you, I said, give him some time to settle in. But how much time can you give this guy? I mean, you're already halfway in. He, I haven't seen anything from him. Werner, same thing. Werner's another one. Great football in Germany. Can't do nothing in the Premier League. How's Pulisic? Who? Pulisic. Pulisic. Doesn't really. I mean, between him and Mason Is Mount. Is it Pulisic or Pulisic? I think it's Pulisic. I think it's sick. Yeah. Sick? sick? I think it's, I, I think it's with the K. I, I've yeah. heard them say it with the K. Listen, for an American player? Yeah, whatever. Great talent. Yeah. Great talent. Oh, I mean, for American player, I think great, it's great American talent. football but right now, not out. to mention. That's one thing I want to say. The youngsters that are coming out of American football right it's now. It's wild. You, they, they're growing tremendously. I mean, Claudio Reyna's son, Gio Reyna, the kid, I think his value now might be around 80 million euro from what I read up recently. I mean, you Jesus. think about that. Yeah, he's only 17 or 18. The value Dortmund, is subjective. How Dortmund, <laughs> you know, Mike, you don't want your fortune. You told me but you don't between, want But between Reyna, Pulisic, you know, uh, Des from Barcelona, all these guys, the young American players, and I'm happy to, McKenny, I'm happy to see that. I'm happy yeah. to see American football Developed. growing, you know? Yeah, guys, we're sure. here for, yes, Italian football, but of course, we, we're we're open-minded. I like to know what's going on, because of course, you need to see what's going on in the other continents. We talked for about an hour about Italian football. I think we could take five minutes and talk a little bit about it. I'm interested just to know a little bit. Yeah. By the way, I got a donation from Gio who said, I don't know what this means, by the way. I I honestly, I don't know. I'm going to read it. Ryan's Hopefully it's something not, not something bad. I'm he said, Ryan, back your team. Do not take the coward way out. Ah. You have ah. you have bowlers, the pizza delivery man, pocketed Salah, United players scared. I don't know what the last what part meant. Well, if he's talking about Luke Shaw pocketing Salah, he's absolutely right. Salah was in the back of his pocket. Listen, pizza delivery boy. I don't know. Listen, to me, he sounds like a hater. I'd love to know what club he supports. (laughs) But right now, my club's in first place. So keep talking, buddy. Keep talking. Uh, Okay. I have one last thing to finish off. Uh, Hakim Mastur. I don't know if you guys remember him, but he signed on loan. Ryan's looking at him. Absolute bum. Wow. <laughs> absolute bum. I mean, I from going from that. a wonder kid, absolute bum. Wonder kid. He I did mean, a couple of juggles. I mean, boys. look, at the end of the day, he signed on That's loan. what happens when you play for Milan. Wow. Right. He signed on loan <laughs> to Serie Chisside, uh, Carpi, but he's still only 22 years old. I can't old. believe he's 22. Dude, I thought he was like 28. I was like 22. This guy's no, 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 I definitely thought he was older. I thought he was older. There's still a lot of time for I him. I remember Milan showed up here oh, for yeah. a tournament. 
and they came to the states. Yeah, Monstor was what fourteen. Yeah, bro, that's crazy. Fourteen. I said to myself, this kid's fourteen with the first team. I'm like, that's that's amazing. And then I mean, look where he is now. Guys, seems like it's a common theme. If you're fourteen and going on the first team, Freddie Adu. Is that who you're thinking? Oh man, yo guys, last thing, Super Copa. We got the Super Copa on Wednesday. Thank you for the comments. It wasn't me. It was the comments. We know how great they are. Mateo from the super from the comments. Super Copa, Juventus against Napoli uh, for the final. Napoli going in in a great momentum. Juventus yeah. in a horrible, horrible idea. Of course, the game was thought about being postponed. Uh, it's it's going to go through, uh, of course. I don't know what to expect. I Truly, from Juventus, I don't know what to expect. I think that Napoli, if I had to put my money on, I would put Napoli to win this game. I, I think that Juventus are backed into a corner. If they lose this, if Juventus loses Supercoppa to Napoli, after all the drama that happened between the two sides, after losing to Inter, and now losing a final, I mean, every everybody's going to be going off. They are... Well, I It's going to be a total disaster. Yeah. If Juventus this match is on Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah. Are we expecting anybody back from Juventus? Um, are we expecting as, Sandro, Delete, anybody coming back? With the I know Dybala's out. You know, bro, you know better than anybody over here. The COVID test, we don't know. But we don't know who's gonna right, when you're gonna pain. get know, test positive and test I negative. I know we but we went through that. Disaster. I mean, this this is also gonna come down to Pirlo. You know how he how he picks his team. I, that's that's oh. a big factor here. Yo, Gio, last last donation, and then we're gonna end right Oof. now. Oof. Oh, oh my God, Ryan, I'm a I'm a Milan fan. We are in first place. You still have nightmares of Kaká destroying your Manchester United Oof. defender. Oh my oh. God! Ouch! <laughs> Drop the I will say Kaká was really good. Kaká was Respect. really good. He was good. But Respect. the difference is we're going to be a little bit more consistent this year in Milan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. So like And hey, saying. guess what? You'll see it for yourself at the end of the year. Oh, Europa League, baby. Guys, uh, oh, real quick prediction. I'll say, I'll say Napoli win. Napoli 2-1. I, I don't know. I want to I wanna say you, I wanna, I'm going to hope for Juventus to win. Uh, I think it's going to go to penalties like last time in the Coppa Italia final. Juve is going to win in pens and get revenge. For everybody that's that's commenting right now, guys, we already spoke about Mayete, Mandzukic, Tomori, Roma. We Manolas. spoke about it already. Yeah. No, Manolas. He's good. Manolas. He, play, he played good on the way Yo, back. All right, all right. He guys, did. as always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao, like the stream. Guys. Ciao. Forza Calcio.